If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No one left. Damage on my teeth. I got a lot of shine. Running up the number. That's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me. Must be at your mind. I keep Got a shine. Smokey in the air. That's a lot of pie. Welcome to episode 258 of Force and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Chris Malley, Evan Hearn, and Prime in the building. Uh, we are doing a remote, a remote, remote kind of show today. Uh, you know, lots been going on this week. Uh, the AFC NFC Championship week was spectacular. Uh, even as Eagle fans, we were geeked watching great football. Uh, but we are down here again, uh, talking about the Senior Bowl as well. We're down here in uh, Mobile, Alabama. So it's been a crazy ride. No pun intended, like 16 hours of riding, but it's been well worth the trip. But first and foremost, uh, you know, just it's a lot of experience uh, watching, uh, you know, some some players, some college players we we love and like. Um, but the, the, let me let me get back to the playoffs. I'm all over the place right now. I've been going for eight hours straight. But the the, the playoffs were amazing, man. Like, you know, the Bengals prime and were heavy on them. Uh, make watching them get into the playoffs was pretty. I was I was I was pretty geeked for Joe Burrows. Brought a lot of swag to the table. We got rid of Jax Mahomes and uh, uh, Mahomes' wifey, so I think that's a win for everybody. But I, I think just overall good football uh, um, uh, from the Rams as well. Stafford finally making it. Talking about going from the bottom to the top. He's in the Super Bowl. I think he deserves an opportunity. Uh, you talk about Aaron Donald. You talk about Rams. You talk about LBJ making a great selection. But overall, how was how, how your? I mean, you guys are hitting me up while we're on a ro- on a ride down. We we're trying to watch it on a a phone. Chris got to see most of it. But, um, how how do you guys think of the playoffs? I mean, I almost I almost didn't catch it myself. I was uh, I was in the middle of a move, and we had a whole rigmarole with uh, Verizon and Xfinity trying to figure out our cable and internet. Uh, so we we figured that out Saturday night at midnight. Uh, thankfully, right before Championship Sunday, so I was able to watch that in peace. But man, that was that was an exciting weekend of football. I mean, uh, honestly, didn't really anticipate the Bengals being able to pull it off this year and make the Super Bowl, but. They're shocking everybody this year. Um, And the Rams, you know, Matt Stafford finally making that such an awesome story. This is one of those Super Bowls uh, that I feel like doesn't happen very often that, like, I'm sitting here like, I 
I am happy with whoever wins. I'm happy if Matt Stafford gets a ring. I'm happy if the uh, city of Cincinnati gets a championship. Either way it plays out, uh, I'm just hoping for some good football two weeks from now. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with the result. I'll be happy with the winner. Uh, Joey B is super fun to watch, man. He really has not missed a beat since uh, playing in LSU. He had the injury last year, and he has come back in full force this year. And Jamar Chase, absolutely. Jamar Chase is another guy that has not missed a beat. Um, these these guys are going to be beasts in the NFL for years to come. And, uh, yeah, it just got me thinking about the new era of football because I was thinking about when uh, Brady was retiring. Uh, that That's obviously new news that just broke as well. Um, I was thinking about, like, how that era of football is officially over. The Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers – um, ben Roethlisberger, all these guys, that's kind of the end of an era, but that is opening up the door for Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, all these young stars that are really budding. Um, it's exciting to see what the next generation of football is going to be like. Well, first and foremost, I'm glad you guys were able to find your way down in Mobile, Alabama with no problems, man. The weather uh, hit pretty hard over here over the weekend, but you guys were able to go ahead and uh, figure out a way to make it happen so i'm glad on you know you guys had safe travels and evan i'm glad you were able to accomplish your goal and getting into your place man yeah i mean uh i know we were speaking over the weekend and you were like in the middle of the move and all that stuff um but look yeah let's talk about football man it was some great playoff football once again uh i agree man it was good to see kansas city and san fran get bumped out uh probably because Tired of hearing Kansas City Chief fans, tired of hearing these San Francisco fans. No pun intended to my sister Jen, you know, what I mean Kincaid's wife. But uh yeah, it was, you know, it was just still um I was rooting for Cincinnati all the way. I thought they were, really had a good chance and they proved that, man. They never gave up. They played a hell of a game. Uh Joey B did his thing, um, and the team came together. That defense really opened up on that second half and they shut that Kansas City offense down. Um, so it was just like exciting. To watch the game that was the game that i was really excited to see throughout the whole day um not so much for the rams and san fran i mean i it was pretty much whatever outcome for that one even though i was rooting for the rams but uh seeing cincinnati get in there and then again you know congrats to matt stafford man it's like you mentioned gail going from the bottom to the top i mean he just shows hey you put me on the team on the right team with the right people i can make things happen and he proved that man so i'm really happy for him and you know to pity pack off of what you said evan <clears throat> I'm I'm good either way, seeing either Matt or uh, Joey win this thing. So it's it's pretty cool. This is probably the long one, the first in a long time Super Bowl that I felt like that. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with either either outcome. Um, but look, the big show's here, man. It, it's going to be a you know a, a slow two weeks, but then you know we're going to have the big game. I'm looking forward to that halftime show. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Um, oh. So yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a lot going on, but uh. How about we hear some more of what's going on for you guys, man? I mean, you guys down over there around the NFL family, the NFL life. What's it like? Like, I mean, you guys look like you're in a NFL kitty land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll let uh, Chris speak on it real quick. I mean, it's been a journey, man. I mean, last year when uh, COVID hit hard and we were not able to go uh, in person to the Senior Bowl, it was horrible, man. Like, ever since I was a kid – I've wanted to be here. I've like, this is like Disneyland for someone who's into scouting players and to deal with a blizzard, to deal with 
having to get a 48-hour uh, negative COVID test to be allowed to enter any of the facilities or anything, to go through all that, get through the snow, two days of driving, and get here. And then you get in your credentials, and you're like, man, like I'm just, I just want to go to the hotel. And then you're sitting there, and then coaches are walking in, scouts are walking in, and then you start seeing content creators like Eric Crocker from the 49ers. And then all of a sudden you see players from Alabama, LSU, Georgia, all these guys that you're watching in the college football championship. And since they were like 18 years old, like they're all just walking in, in the room and they're coming up to you and starting a conversation. And then you got coaches and you have scouts asking you what you think about these players. I mean, it's just surreal. I mean, a couple hours ago, we were just on the field talking to Malik Willis and just a really impressive guy on and off the field. And then an hour ago, we're in, in, in a building and James Franklin from Penn State's talking. Uh, we have uh, Nick Saban talking, uh, Auburn's head coach talking, Kirk Herbstreit. It's just, it's been a surreal uh, last few days, but just really appreciate the love from you guys and just everyone else that's, that's supporting us. And we're just really excited to report back. I mean, the, the Eagles have, I think 10 draft picks right now, three in the top 19. And I'm telling you, like, there's a lot of guys down here that they can make an instant impact on our team or any team. Cause last year, a lot of the starters are coming from uh, the senior bowl last couple of years. I mean, dude, look at it. Like Josh Allen, senior bowl, Justin Herbert, senior bowl, Debo Samuel, senior bowl. Like some of the best players in the NFL right now are all senior bowl guys. They're guys that impressed outside of the combine. A lot of the guys down here say they don't even care about the combine anymore. It's like the forties, whatever. Cause like what receiver is going to be in a three point stance and running down the field. Like they want to see these guys like raw. They want to see them out in the hotel, how they're interacting with uh, scouts, how they're interacting with fans. And it's been awesome, man. It's just really exciting to get to know these guys. I mean, just talking to these players and these coaches, like you see why these guys are where they're at and, just need people just need to understand that like the talent's there. It's really about the the team, the coaches, just putting these guys in a position to succeed. But overall, it's been an awesome experience so far, and it's just getting started. And I'm really excited for the rest of the weekend, Saturday, to see them playing a game. Yeah, I mean it's it's been crazy, man. Like you, you all know, I'm a geek, a geek when it comes to draft. Uh, you know, just having this opportunity that we all create. You know what I mean? Like we create opportunities for 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 ourselves uh, and and the fact that we're able to go down there and cover cover the draft like we want to uh, still be fans while you know while we're doing it still but still scout some of the prospects it's just I, I had this funny moment just like going back to how many how many years I've been doing this like being 17 years old sitting in a Marriott hotel and my first player was Aaron Glenn like I, I love the man's cornerback. I just want to get a photo with him, just meet him, talk to him. And here I am 30 years later and who comes out, uh, coach Aaron Glenn. Yeah, and you're like, to get to meet him. <laughs> I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing this 30 years later. And I'm, it <laughs> just speaks to the passion that like I have about just, just the draft itself. Um, but you know, we got an opportunity to see, uh, you know, some old faces, you know, you got, you got Joe Douglas and uh, uh, Deuce was out there. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, same old dudes, man, you know, same old dudes. Uh, Joe Douglas, very, you know, has to, he's, the, he's calling shots for the Jets, but just a regular dude. Down you walk by, guy. 
the setting is you just walk around and there's people everywhere, but not everybody is psycho enough to know people by faces, except for us. So we're like <laughs> calling people out and you're like the Wyoming linebacker. You're like, Chad, Mumo, come here, dude. And he's just like, and it's funny to see the SEC guys. They're like, yo, been there, done that. A Wyoming uh, linebacker is like, hey, who wants to talk to me? I'm here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Chris is out here, uh, you know. We're all putting in work, man. But Chris is getting putting these guys in headlocks, getting numbers in the phone. I mean, sure. phone numbers. So, walk walk me through what it's like um, in the day of you guys down there in at the Senior Bowl. Like, how are you guys starting your day out? Uh, what, what schedule out your your day? Well, this is how crazy today was, man. It was like five thirty, and I was just excited. I was like tired but excited. But I'm like, all right, like I'm gonna go to the quote unquote gym in the hotel. It's it's not really anything, but. I go in there and there's like a sign that says maximum occupancy, one person. And like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to wait for this guy. And this guy is on the treadmill. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like I don't, he's like, I don't give a gosh darn about this. He's like, get in here, man. And I, I'm on the treadmill and I'm talking to this guy. And then half an hour goes and I'm like, we have literally talked about every single thing in the world. And he goes, oh, by the way, um, Corey Proctor. I goes uh, like, uh, and I'm like, I know who you are. I was like, you're you played in the NFL. Like, I know who you are. And he, sorry, Eagles fans, he was he was a Dallas Cowboy, but <laughs> he he was just a cool dude, man. And like now he runs a business and like a, a wealth management company, just taking care of like players, agents, and everything on the back end. But dude, like worked out with him for like an hour, and then I'm eating breakfast, and Gail comes up, and then. Gail sits down and conversations just start. And man, he's just telling us all these crazy stories about like road trips with like major players. Like, Dan yeah, Campbell. Like driving in a blizzard yeah. and like not even stopping to like pull over to switch seats. Like guys, like, like NFL players, like driving an RV and like switching seats, going like 60 miles per hour in like a blizzard. And just like, all like, like, man, like we partied so long. Uh, the We closed the bar and then the bar owner drove us two hours back to Dallas. <laughs> like all these crazy stories, like professional wow. NFL players. And then uh, Perry Carr, he played with uh, Tim Brown and, and that era of the Raiders. He's sitting down eating cornflakes next to us talking about like, oh, like what players do you guys like? And then just like really cool conversations, man. And like that's even before we leave the hotel. I mean, so you're literally there's, there's so many people that are down here in Mobile, and you can kind of tell who's how people are moving because like mm -hmm. people down here are extra, you know, just a little slower than you know, uh, just everyone else because everyone's down here for the, for the Senior Bowl. But like uh, when, when you get into uh, the Senior Bowl, it was kind of like, I mean, I heard like uh, when like uh, you know the angels singing and just I was like, this is like the holy mecca for me. So. You know, when they, they they talk about like being at bars and overhearing conversations or like it's a real thing. So like we're watching the game, we're here listening to some Detroit Lion folk talking about like Jeff Okuda getting moved to Yo, getting moved to safety. It's uh, crazy the, 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 the things that they're saying. They're talking about like Kyle Hamilton might be a second uh second overall pick are they, are these detroit execs or are these detroit like beat writers or these are these are like the head of scouting and head of player personnel people like so it, it's amazing like you'll be in the elevator and some guy will just like be like crap talking a player or like a person and you're like oh my god like they're talking about so and so and like they were talking about like draft picks they're talking about like like 
Pro Bowl, all pro, like, yo, this guy's $16 million. Let's throw him in the trash. And, like, they're just, like, talking openly, like, at these practices about, like, human beings on their team. They're, like, they're, they're like, like – and then, like, Nick Saban was talking about, like, yeah, you don't like that guy in the NFL? You fire him. He's, like, college, you try to make him a better person. NFL, fire him. Like, it's just crazy, these conversations. So, I mean, there's – you, you made a comment that you, or you made a, uh, a term raw that uh, – so, being there, what's it – is it – different is it a different perspective seeing these players and these plays happening live than what you guys are custom watching on youtube or videos to see you know is it, is it a whole lot different perspective on that i think it's weird just because i like like the way that we did it before and you're, you're seeing like putting up videos and like trying to get as much nuggets as you can but to to now actually you're you're at right on the field and throwing it up like you put out you put out a prospects video and then next thing you know memphis is retweeting it and right okay every every single one any player or person that's rooting for that player there um is retweeting it i mean the family atmosphere you see a lot of a lot of players that are here yeah some of their families are here their agents are here you realize it's they have there's a team effort man like you see a guy a prospect on the field they got like you know 10 a whole team around him like supporting him and after practice it's like how'd you do and and the the agent sitting here like bro don't worry about you, what you did right, right, right. make sure you get this rep against and you're hearing these like conversations that are very um organic and it's like it's 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 cool to watch in person did you yeah. expect did you expect the uh the amount like the amount of uh nfl personnel there that you guys are running into yeah, definitely. I mean, last year due to COVID and the combine just being reduced to what it was, almost nothing last year due to COVID and this year, so many of the draft picks and best players, like I was saying before, are from the Senior Bowl. And this year, because a lot of guys opted out of last year and are seniors this year, like this is the cream of the crop this year. Like there's uh, Draft Network and NFL Network, like they put out their top 100, like 50 of the top 100 guys are all down here at this game. All the quarterbacks that are going to be like the first – and second round picks are all at this game. The only guy that's not here is Matt Corral, and that's because he's dealing with that injury, knee injury. But overall, though, like you're standing next to like Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, like these are the guys who are going to be the poster faces uh, down in over in Vegas for the draft. Like they're all here, and all the top agents are here. I mean, Drew Rosenhaus, who's the powerhouse, like biggest sports agent in the world, he's here sitting like probably like ten feet away from us. But, yeah, the picture of Kenny Pickett, I'm telling you, like, regardless of your stance on the quarterbacks, uh, quarterback situation in Philadelphia, all I got to say is Kenny Pickett is a class act. Um, we were talking about the Eagles, and he was like, man, there's nothing like the link. And he was <laughs> yeah. just saying, like, how cool it would be to play there. But I'm telling you, like, when you see that kid throw the football and you just see the uh, command he has around the team and just, like, he's very secure in himself. Like, he's very polished because – I was talking to him, and meanwhile, there's like a bunch of people who are like over railing, like trying to like hand him like a helmet to sign and everything. And just like to see the way he like to say like manage it, he's like, "Hey, like how you guys doing? Nice to meet you. Appreciate you guys coming out." He's like, "I got a tight schedule." Meanwhile, he's holding my phone and putting his number in my phone. He's like, "Chris, nice to meet you." He's like, "Let's set up an interview." He's like, "He's like, if I ever um down an Eagles game, he's he's like, I'll stop by and." That's just cool, dude, man. I mean, Malik, extremely cool. It's just very impressive uh, group of people. But, yeah, Prime, like, and the execs, like, 
there's no, there's not really a lot of egos, man. I mean, like people are coming up to us and like asking us stuff, and like people just know like you're you're there for a reason. We're there for a reason, and people ask your opinions on players. People ask your opinions on things, and like everyone's just down there putting in work and enjoying themselves. And so, uh, so I I just want to ask a question based off the whole QB thing. Because, uh, I, I mean, you know, it's been one of those things that we've talked about this offseason. There's an unsureness about moving forward with Jalen Hurts, the franchise quarterback. But then we've also heard just about how the crop this year coming out in the draft isn't, you know, that isn't what it's been in years past. Um, is there any QB that is kind of jumping off the page? Uh, is it still too early in the practices to see? And then on top of that, like, I kind of fear with uh, without any QBs being in, like, the top ten conversation – that there's a team that's going to be bound to reach for a QB. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, you know, if you need a QB, you know, like teams are going to look for a guy that down here that's steady Eddie. And, and right now, uh, Kenny Pickett is look everything that's advertised. I mean, you look at Malik Willis had a great day today. We saw him on the field today. He was, he was super cool, uh, but he was also super cool on the field. You know, there's a uh, Carson strong who had, you know, you know, he had he th- overthrew some balls. I think, Accuracy, you definitely want to look into uh, cleaning that up this week. I mean, but overall, like as much as, you know, we're talking about first round quarterbacks, I mean, and potentially like if that's a thing that how he's looking at or whatever. But there's also rumors down here, like in rumors of like Deshaun, Deshaun watching trade, perhaps like that. These 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 rumors are like flying around here and like in, in you know, we're sitting here trying to like gauge what is uh what could potentially happen and then you know on this podcast we've, we've been talking about i mean i have been talking about like having three round first round picks doesn't sit well it, for a draft dude to get three picks would be amazing but for how would you have three picks that smells fishy to me so like if that's you know in their forecasting things like if that was a thing like and who who said that how um eskin's been dropping some hints there on the timeline no, mm-hmm. so Eskin was on the radio earlier tonight, and someone mentioned to me because I was talking about the Watson stuff that I've heard, and they said that Eskin was like hinting at it. And mostly, like, no one really down here is talking about it too much, but you see the interactions. I mean, Howie and, and Sirianni were down here, and you saw them literally standing next to Houston's top guns on the sideline. Oh, and, um, uh, and it was crazy though, because like you're talking to people down here, and like people are like, man, like the coaches and GMs around here hate Howie. And I'm like, yeah, like there's literally a poll before the season that he was the most, that he was voted least trustworthy by um, NFL agents because like he rubs them the wrong way. And I was just like, like, like it's it's just a it's a bad look. But this, at the same time, I mean, right now the Eagles are in really good position. But back to your question, Evan, because it's really important to me the whole quarterback thing. I mean, regardless of uh, people's stances on Jalen Hurts uh, or just, like, the other free agent guys, I feel like it's kind of just been, like, everyone's been, like, ear to mouth, just, like, repeating the same – regurgitating the same thing about the quarterback class not being that good. Mm-hmm. Listen, last year everyone was talking about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Trey Lance and, like, how great they're going to be. Like, people were talking about Trevor Lawrence for three years, saying, like, no matter what, he's going to be the first overall pick. And that happened. He was – not good last year. He went like three, four weeks without throwing a, 
a touchdown pass. Is it his fault? No. The Jacksonville Jaguars are not a good team. And it's just one of those things where Mac Jones ended up being the best quarterback, rookie quarterback. I want to know why. He went to a good system. He went to a good team. And he went to a coach that understands his strengths and tried to uh, mask his weaknesses. I mean, Davis Mills balled out in the back half of the year. It's just one of those things where I've never been one of those people that's been saying this is a bad quarterback class. I think it's a really good quarterback class. The whole thing is I think that there's value to be had. I don't think that any of these guys are necessarily going to go like – like maybe Pickett goes like top five, maybe Malik goes top ten. And it doesn't have to devalue you just because you're not like a, like a number one pick as a quarterback. It just means that these guys like Hutchinson, these guys like Thibodeau, Derek Stingley Jr., Kyle Hamilton – they're just elite prospects at their position. And the quarterbacks that are in the draft, they're really good. I mean, Pickett is a guy that is throwing like 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns in uh, at Pitt. That's um, incredible. Malik Willis, everyone's like, oh, he went to a small school. It's like he was the top recruit at Auburn. He just transferred out. And uh, what's up? No, I, I I wanted you to finish your finish your. Oh no, no, yeah, just real quick. I'm saying like these guys are impressive, and like everyone's here watching these guys, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Carson Strong just threw the ball 80 yards without even trying. Like, and these like that's the thing. Like, this is a bowl game. People need to remember. Like, don't worry about where these guys are coming from. Like, that's why I wish that you could almost rip off like the logos and stuff, and you could just see these guys play because. Some of the best players today, they're all from the small schools, and they're going against the best players in the country, like Bama guys, Georgia guys. They're getting beat by guys from, like, Louisiana Tech, like all these, like, random schools because they want it, man, and they're trying to showcase and get a job. I mean, the biggest thing is, like, all these, like, all these negatives that they're coming into about every single prospect. These these prospects are now trying to battle against all the things that have been said about them all season. So, like, if they start showing these little things that they've been talking about – the draft scouts are out here. They're 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 ready. They're 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 ready to fly off a tweet in a second. So like, yeah, kind of crazy. Do you, do you think that there's any way that this plays out similar to the 2013 draft, where I'm looking at that and there was not a quarterback that was selected until the 16th pick, and that was EJ Manuel. And that's kind of the thing that's in the back of my mind right now, where I'm exactly talking about. I don't want to take a quarterback just for the sake of taking the top quarterback. Is it because EJ Manuel was a reach in hindsight? No, I, I, so, I did like not is, the same. definitely okay. not the same. Definitely not the same. I think you know any team that's a QB hungry team will you know try and lock up their dude. Like you, you think about you think about Washington, think about um, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, right yeah. now, you know, I mean, these guys retiring. Yeah, oh, t- Tampa's going right back to the bottom of the barrel. I love it, dude. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be trash. Well, I don't know. Brady, I mean, you hear, the, the word is that they're they're, they're probably going to go after Jimmy G. Okay, my my statement yeah, stays I, the same. Just, my I, statement I mean, stays the same. Jimmy G's trash. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I can't I wait know. for Tampa to be bad again, man. <sighs> after going after going there and sitting through that playoff game. I've never disliked a fan group or, or like, yo, I'm telling you, man, like they know that they're corny too. They all had like Patriots Brady jerseys on. They're like, man, thank God for Tom Brady. Like we were living all miserable when Tom Brady came here. And dude, they do their chant and they have their flags. You can't even enjoy the game. Even if we were winning, you couldn't even enjoy the game. There's a bunch of people that are just annoying and they smell and they're at the <laughs> bottom of the country for a reason because they don't want them coming up. Is there uh, so so? What is the uh, the strongest position group that you've seen so far? Uh, what what is the deepest position group? I think the I, line. I mean, the offensive line. line is, 
D line and O line. I mean, offensive line looks looks pretty solid. Um, you know, but uh, the tight end group there's a lot of there's a lot of tight ends. I mean, Trey McBride was out here making pl- plays uh, out of uh, Colorado State, um, likely out of Coastal Carolina, showed out. But the, the the class is deep, and um, you talk about running backs. We saw Brian Robinson Jr. Um, that dude is rocked up uh, from Alabama. I know Todd was asking earlier, um, bro. Like I asked Deuce, I said, "Hey, tell me a little bit more about uh, Brian. Uh, like, how did Brian Robinson look? He's like, bro, he, 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 you know, he. Not that I didn't expect him to give some nuggets. And he's like, yo, he's more rocked up than I thought, man. Like he, I didn't, Odin, I didn't know he was built like that. But it's just like it's funny because like all these guys are just breaking down everything. They're looking mm-hmm. at, you know, like so who, who hand sizes the thing. Who, who are they talking Kenny about? Pickett. Kenny Pickett. That, they're like looking at his hands. People are like, that, "Can you see Kenny? Can, did you see Kenny Pickett's hands? Can you take a photo?" I'm like, Bro. "I shook his hand. It was a terrific handshake." <laughs> so, uh, just just based off of that, is there any sort of tips and tricks that uh, any of these scouts, agents, anything has kind of like a tip that they've told you that you're now looking out for in these players? Not really, man. I mean, honestly, they're asking us stuff. Like some, what? like these guys are. Yeah, they're literally just asking us, like, oh, what do you think about that? Like, because I went into this week, and last week I just been, been posting Christian Watson because people have been telling me, like, this is the guy. And, like, he was one of my top guys to watch anyway. And then I didn't even say anything, and I'm just watching this guy. And every single every single time he's on the field, everyone's like, yo, who is that? And I'm like, that's Christian Watson. I was getting a drink at the at the stand. Like, you, yo, you didn't have Gale fill it up for you? That's that's the <laughs> someone someone literally nudged me and like, yo, who do you think was the best player in the national team practice after the first practice happens? And and I'm like Christian Watson, like, yes, like number one with a green helmet was the best player. And like everyone saw it. Like that that dude's six four, two fifteen, and allegedly he's running a four three. He reached twenty one mile twenty point twenty point seven one miles per hour at six four. Wow. And he didn't drop a single ball all practice because, like, we we're watching people wow. drop the ball all practice. This dude didn't drop a ball all practice. And it, it is funny, like, you, you think about like a drop and someone drops a ball. If you look around, and if one person drops, like, a, if a prospect drops a ball, everyone's like, oh, oh. Well, Dan Campbell has you running, uh, doing push ups. You drop the ball, you miss a block, anything. Push ups. Everyone, yeah, everyone like gets that. around you, and I like that though, man. It's accountability, and it's one of those things. It's just like, can you get like humbled like that? Like to have everyone on the team know that you messed up. Are do you guys? Up, are you guys seeing any different drills than your normal? Um, being out um, there? not in particular. I mean, they're really emphasizing special teams, which I love because it's one of those things. Because these guys got to understand, like, you're not all gonna be getting signed yeah, on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're one and playing. So you see these everyone's punt returning. Everyone's a gunner. Like you see Darian Kendricks. He's like possibly a first round cornerback. Dude's running sprints for uh gunner drills uh for punting. I mean the drill wise, I mean I will say this Detroit that team a hundred times more like violent and aggressive. Like they're trying to keep guys up like they're not trying to tackle anyone but like there's dudes doing push ups Everyone, like, all I will say this everyone was waiting to see Jermaine Johnson because he's going to be a first round pick out of FSU, the edge rusher. Mm-hmm. When they did the one on ones, the entire 
it was like watching 300. Like everyone is like just like chanting, going crazy, like making a circle. Jermaine Johnson went against Darian Kennard from Kentucky. Kennard's ranked one of like pro- possibly first round pick, high second round pick. He's six five, three forty five. This guy's gigantic. He didn't let up a single sack the entire day. They're one on one. I, it's on the timeline. Everyone saw it. Jermaine Johnson grabs him, and like, it looks like right? what you what we see every Sunday with Jordan Maylada just like ending people's lives. Opposite defensive end plants this guy. I thought he broke his neck. Like he was on the ground. Like I have never seen someone that big. His feet were in the air, his neck, and everyone's like, oh, my God. Like, everyone thought he, like, died. Yeah. Wow. Like, like you could hear him hit the ground, and everyone's like, who was that? And it was Jermaine Johnson, and he got up. And Kennard's like, let's go again. And Dan Kennard's like, oh. It was, it was crazy. I mean, it was, it was, there's a difference between the practices, like how they ran theirs, uh, the, the Lions, and how the Jets ran theirs. But it was, it was cool to create that atmosphere because I'm like, yo, you're going to let them dudes go again? And so they – Kept on doing the rep, and Jermaine Johnson was the guy I talked about on the last podcast, the guy that was on uh, last chance to the defensive end who transferred to uh, Georgia and now is at FSU. Definitely he's making some money out here. He looked he looked great. Um, the, the, the thing is, when you're out here, you, you're trying to like – obviously, this is our first first time out here. You're trying to see everyone. And so you, yeah. you have to leave, get your spot and get your space. And then you see them move. And if you want to see these one-on-ones, which is really where all the action is, um, you got to get up and go and, and and run and get your spot. And then, but it was cool to, yeah, I bumped, uh, I saw I saw Jimmy Kempsky out here. He hit me up on Twitter. He's like, hey man, you, oh shit, you're out here. I'm like, so we're going to link up with him. But you saw, you know, a lot of uh, content creators that you respected. That's the cool thing about all these draft guys that you see that are making or breaking these these players stock it'll be some little f- small dude in the corner just tweeting in front of his phone just like like You're talking this about yourself right now dog yeah but, it, <laughs> but you see this small dude over here just like he is really having an impact uh, yeah. having an impact on these this these the stock here and it's like i try to not to um kill a player stock um i do fi- i try to find my guys that i root for there's a there's a memphis wide receiver five nine you know near and dear to my heart uh he's a track star um but you you're rooting for this dude and uh curtis uh, uh i mean calvin austin the third blazing fast talk about track speed maybe a guy that you know play special teams work the slot uh, I posted his thing on um, our, our our feed in Memphis. Retweeted that, so he's a guy to check out. Check out his highlights, man. Small dude, but he's amazingly fast. Joyce uh, Joyce Belcher wants to know: Did you guys happen to see any HBCU athletes mm-hmm. uh, or any uh, coaches from HBCU HBCU schools? Yeah, so people were talking a lot about uh, Dion and the impact that's having, and um, the NIL deals. I mean. You should. I wish everyone could have heard Nick Saban and all these top coaches talk about how much they dislike the transfer portal and NIL deals. And like, I don't know, like they're just like salty that these kids are getting paid. But they were like mad. Like I do understand a lot of the like their perspective on it. it, Give give us their explanation as to why it's bad. They 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 talked about like you know everyone everyone's like now becoming like a hired mercenary versus you know like the difference or just or just like you you now have um 
this is probably one of the biggest things. It's like you have these agents now in their head that before they couldn't talk to them for a long time. Now they can talk to them right away. And now behind every agent is a marketer. So now the, they got the agent, they got the, the, the marketing team behind them. So you're going against the, uh, I guess I'm not going to say against, like they look at it as I'm now we're going against like this prospect and his agent and his, this marketing deal. Like I, we were talking to this guy, um, you know, Corey Proctor, he was telling about a prospect that had a million dollar deal on the table, but, but the, the brand in Kumbacha was, uh, had this brand of all things. Kumbacha is supposed to like some organic thing. I don't know my girl drinks that, but it's like kombucha, kombucha, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he had a million dollar deal on the table and he was ready to go to a, a college. And he he took the deal instead of going to college because he was just like, I'm going to take the deal and make a million dollars and get a nest egg. And Corey, Corey works in wealth management. He's like, look, you, you're now allowing players to get this opportunity to make money. Like, there's nothing wrong with this. But Saban was like, he was definitely, it was definitely interesting. I mean, yeah. it, it hurts his uh, roster for sure. Yeah. Is there, is there any guys uh, out there that you were really um, excited, looking forward to seeing that are underwhelming as of, as of so far? Um, first, I just want to hit Joyce's question. She was actually about the HBCU. Uh, the one guy that Gail and I were talking about a lot this week before we got down here was Fayetteville State's cornerback uh, Joshua Williams. He's like a mythical legend down here. He's from Fayetteville, so like the whole South knows about this guy. He's 6'3", uh, like 220. He ran 21.75 miles per hour today. This wow. is this dude looks like Jalen Ramsey, and honestly, he <laughs> – yeah, he looks like Jalen yeah, Ramsey. He, yeah. Like he's just, just he's this big dude. He looks like Sean Taylor. He's like this big dude, and you're looking at him. You're like, there's no way he's gonna move. That, he moves that fast, and he, no one got anything on him. So all, all week, everyone's gonna be watching him because Jim Nagy's been posting about him, and he's from HBCU, yeah. and yeah, he's, he's like a local legend around here. And everyone was like, get him the Senior Bowl, get him the Senior Bowl. So there's a lot of HBCU guys, but in, in general, you're talking about guys who have disappointed. I mean. Desmond Ritter had a really interesting day, uh, quarterback from Cincinnati. I mean, he was just in the, uh, the playoff. I mean, the championship. People were wondering how he would look. He was really interesting because he would make these really incredible throws, but then, like, the easy shit looked hard. Like, he couldn't dump it off. Slants, he was behind. Um, but, like – these amazing timing routes where like, it was like an in-cut dig or something. The ball was there. Guy was off and running. Uh, another guy that personally out of the running backs, Brian Robinson probably didn't get moving as much as I thought he was going to today. The guy who I was really impressed with was, um, Oh, what's his name? He was the, Oh, the, the running back that impressed oh FIU uh Devontae Price 6'2, 216. So I saw this kid get a swing pass, and he had Darian Beavers from Cincinnati, one of the top linebackers in this entire draft, is like running him down, and then all of a sudden you saw the kid go, Oh, he's he's actually trying to tackle me. Whoosh, 65 yards untouched. No wow. one was really close speed to after that, huh? 
Yeah, oh, dude, but he can catch. He can run. He kind of reminds me of Najee Harris. He's like this bigger, bigger back, and like the way he runs, though, like a little upright. But like no one was touching him either. But it's gonna be cool to see them uh, pads on though. It is this wide receiver Alec Pierce from uh, Cincinnati. Um, he's, you know, he's 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 smooth with it. Uh, definitely uh, showed out today. Be- behind Watson, I thought he had a really solid day. Um, but I'm definitely trying to get my eyes on a. Uh, uh, f- f- what's uh, what's his name? Daniel uh, Fatale, Fat- Falele. Falele from uh, he had a solid day from, from Minnesota. Minnesota. The one guy that Gail was oh, from right? Australia. He's yeah. uh, he, he was one. down at the IM. He was down at the IMG Academy where Trey Thomas uh, coaches. But we met we met some some of his uh, coaches two weeks ago in Tampa, and he said, "Hey, it's like, hey, you want a prospect to talk to? I got a guy from Minnesota." And then I'm like, "Oh, this this the dude." But he's from Australia, so imagine having two Austra- Australian uh, tackles. Maybe bring him as a, a swing tackle. Oh, I forgot. Um, I forgot. My lotta was uh, was Australian because I was going to say Australian athletes in Philadelphia. It doesn't always work out well. But... <laughs> Good thing you didn't say that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yo! By the way, how how old is it up there, up north? I just it's uh, freezing. Hey, you ready? He's getting ready to rub it in. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really. I'm, I'm. I was like. Nah, it's, like, it's it's pretty cold. I'm not. It's probably it's like in the twenties around me, probably. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, it, it, likewise, it, going outside early in the morning to go to work, and then like just before we hopped on, um, I was taking care of some house duties and running outside real quick in some shorts. Yeah, no, I, I was, that wasn't a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, man. It, it's crazy. The snow, the snow's still around here, and then they're talking about another one's gonna hit. Um, yeah. and then some rain. So the mixture of the rain and the snow is definitely going to be uh, pretty nasty <laughs> these next couple of days. Alex so y'all, you, you guys go ahead and enjoy yourselves down there, man. Yo, but we, down here they're they're freaking out that it's like this cold. It's like fifties and forties, and people are like, "Yo, uh, it's freezing down here, dude." Um, what, when they're, it's fifty degrees, they're saying it's yeah, freezing. Yeah, like word. We're about to go. <laughs> they're, they're miserable. We're about to go. I'm gonna put a t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, right. Tell me about it. I'll be. I'll go running around. Give me, throw me some balls or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, it's. I don't know, man. Like drive. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. Driving through Alabama, through Tennessee into Alabama was like, I was like, when is it gonna end? Like Alabama was like, yo, there's not, there's nothing in between. Yeah. When I saw Mobile in the far yonder, like I'm now what, talking. Is it like something. farms or like just nothing? What's going on? Nothing. All woods, all woods nothing. man. Woods. Yo, yo, Chris saw like a, a a sign with a like blood blood hand print and like some mm. weird saying on it. I'm just like, drive fast and get through there, man. It is <laughs> it is scary, man. You you like you see a gas station, like oh, we should stop there. It's cheap. It's like it's not worth it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pay twenty cents more. Just go. <laughs> just please, just. Go. Yeah. I, I've I've seen the hills have eyes. Just keep going. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, my 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 first uh, uh, at the first hotel we stopped, we were driving like eight eight hours straight, and then the clerk had a couple questionable face tattoos. I was like, okay, all right, okay, I'm just going to my room. We'll be good. <laughs> and some dude came around the back. I was like, yo, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Don't be running up. Don't be running up. But, um. Oh, the other thing is, uh, we we stopped in uh, in Tennessee. Shout out to Sarah. She showed us through uh, yeah, University of Tennessee. Tennessee. That looks cool. Uh, that stadium was. We were trying to break into the stadium. 
said you said you said Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Sarah. Yeah, you know, I felt Amanda's like uh, Eric yeah. Eric Andre outside of the um, White House. He's like, let me in. Let me in. Dude, like, there's like construction workers watching me. I'm literally shaking the gate, and uh, you see like a, and there's just like a little like statue of Peyton Manning looking at me, shaking his head probably. I was getting ready to ask that. I mean, I know they got they got statues of Peyton around there. And then I saw the uh the picture of Reggie White up on the wall. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, that, that was pretty cool to watch. That was that was cool. I didn't. I totally forgot. I was like, oh, Re- Re- I'm like Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. Then, yeah, um, Reggie Street, Tennessee. Also, yeah. also home of Derek Burnett. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. I was like, I was like, I was like, who I was, was, I the, I was didn't waste the picture on that building for him. Uh, yeah, but uh, the fact that he broke Reggie White's records there is like the most like insane thing because now all we get is five yard penalties. Let's put some respect on it. I know, I know, I know. Yes, I mean, I mean, speaking of Super Bowl, I mean, like, I, I, like, are you guys fired up about the Super Bowl? Seeing that it's like, hell it's yeah, like, I got cable, bro. I'll be able to watch it. <laughs> you got, you got two new teams in the mix. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Evan. No, I was just going to say, like I said at the top of the show, this is like a very exciting Super Bowl just based off the fact that I'm echoing right now. Where the hell am I echoing from? Um, just based off the fact that I don't I don't really care who wins. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford gets a ring. I'm all for it. Um, he has suffered long enough in uh, Detroit to finally earn it. You know who's in his bag right now is Jared Goff. Watching the Rams go go to the Super Bowl right after uh, he gets traded for a lot too. Like the Rams gave up a lot in order to get Matthew Stafford, and Detroit got a huge return on that. Yet the Rams are in the Super Bowl this year. I'll tell you what, the Rams better pull it off this year because moving forward, that cap situation is hell. So uh, you know, but the complete opposite end. Uh, from the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals cap wise next year are looking great. Bengals are going to be a legit team if they play their cards right, man, for years to come. Yep. They just need to get some help so Joe Barrow doesn't end up being a cripple. Uh, he need, they need that offensive guy, line. That, that guy, honestly, like, I've been saying it since the first time I saw him play at LSU. And, like, that was, like, the one thing LSU fans said. In that bowl game, when he got, like, delivered to Jesus, and then he said, nah, not yet. And then came back and then got back up. Like they still lost again. They still lost that game against UCF. But like every player on the sideline, like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like they all said, when I saw Joe get up, I knew he was different. And then that next year, they had the greatest offense and greatest national championship run ever. And Joe Barrow has not stopped since then. It's funny though, because everyone talks about Kenny Pickett's hands. And it was the same thing with Joe Barrow in the draft. Like, oh, his hands are small. Joe Barrow literally tweeted. He said, supposedly my hands are small, so shit, I might as well retire. And, yeah. so I, and now look at him now. Blew his, his knee literally exploded last year. And yeah. now he's in the Super Bowl because of his efforts. I mean, just so impressed, man. I mean, Joe, when he escaped that sack, I mean, he escaped a lot last weekend. But the one in the middle where, like, he's getting, like, strangled from behind, dips that, gets outside, high steps, and gets that first down. Like, everyone on Cincy's defense that played, like, a bunch of bums in the first half, and the second half, like, yo, this guy 
is not going to let us lose. We don't want to be the reason why we lose. And the defense end up shutting Mahomes down the whole rest of the game. So mm-hmm. that guy inspires you, man. That's not just a franchise quarterback, but a guy that is just different. Joe Barrow is different. There isn't a moment in a game where he looks panicked. He's literally on the sideline. If he could wear those sunglasses he wears in his press conference on the sideline, I bet he would. He just sits there, doesn't look at the, the Microsoft surface. He's like, nah, it's good. I got Jamar Chase. I got D. Higgins. I got Boyd. I got Mixon. My line can't block. I'll get the ball out to them. Let's go. Like he just he knows what he knows who he is. He knows the team. And Joe Burrow, man, like I don't think there's many more people more fun to watch than him. It's very exciting. Yeah, Joey Joey B could be in his own like uh, what O Town or uh, One yeah. Direction. Maybe. <laughs> like, bro, what, what are you in an R and B group or some shit? But I I just feel I feel the vibe that like everyone believes in him and he he's kind of like willing his team to victory. I I just. I like the fact that, you know, even though he doesn't have the greatest line, he's out here balling. Um, he's slinging the rock. Um, but uh, people do – people don't – Some I, I don't know if some people don't realize, but look who he's throwing to. I mean, he's throwing to some dogs out there. Like, he's got some elite weapons. So, I mean, in terms of – I think that what these playoffs really did, they just really made you look – I mean, at our, I, think, I think Eagle fans are just – it's hard for them to take it all in and watch a playoff game and think about their own well, our own situation. Like, all right, where are we at? Or how long will it take? You know, the patient. Yeah. yeah agreed. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'd be one to go ahead and tell you, like, as I'm sitting there watching these quarterbacks, you know, from, from not this past weekend, but all the way from the time these playoffs started and when, since we had been eliminated, it's just, it's the truth though. You're sitting there and you're like sighing, like, damn, man, there was no way we were going to go ahead and compete at this level. Like these guys are just at a whole all-time high, and it's the best playoffs since me being on this planet. You know, what I mean, on this earth, like that's the best football I've seen ever, ever. You know, what I mean, and then they follow it up. Now, a lot of people are 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 like really kind of scared right now. Have all these teams blown their load on these playoffs, and then when it comes to Super Bowl, are we going to get a dud out of these two guys, these two teams? No way. Not with like, no, I, don't, I, would I, don't like, I hope no. not, not man. No I really one. don't. Because, I mean, like, it's set up perfect. You got two new teams. You got two elite quarterbacks who definitely deserve it, Joey B, Matt Stafford, and then you got, like, probably one of the best halftime lineup. Like, I mean, it can't go any perfect. So it's just like it has to be an all-out Super Bowl. So I, I, I'm I'm excited about it. Um, you know, it, it sucks. It's two weeks away. Well, this week is going by pretty fast. It's definitely going by pretty fast for you guys because you guys are being entertained every day being down well, there. Man, I, don't, I the the weird thing is uh, like it's gonna be my birthday week and I decided to spend it down here. So yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like we 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 thought about going to New Orleans. Wow, like, dipping off because it's only two hours away. So I'm like, oh word. We can go yeah, to New Orleans we'll make that happen. for the night and then come back. So then we got this. So, you know, shout out to Adam uh, from Sweat, this Sweat Apparel brand. Awesome stuff. You got to check it out. He's going to hook hook, hook us up with some gear. Nice. Uh, but uh, he's doing a photo shoot with a bunch of the players on Friday. Okay. He's like, I can get you guys down on the field for the photo shoot. You can come hang out with the. I'm like, say yeah. say yeah. word and then the, the in i've been saying this to chris all the whole time and it's just like you're where you're, you're you are where you're supposed to be like the amount of people 
that we've been meeting randomly. Shout out to Trent and Swin. I don't know if you're watching. Like he, he definitely was. Uh, he is a. Uh, he's going. To, he's a HBCU student. He's a. Uh, uh, he's going to law school at Howard right now. He's down here randomly by himself. He was at HBCU combine. But you meet people out here that are out here just trying to right. make connections and right. grinding. And you look yeah. at that kind of stuff. He rolled up on us. It's like, yo, what are you guys doing here? Uh, you know, tell me, tell me more about what you guys do. And then he's trying to be a future agent. You know, I'm, we're trying to get him connected to some agents that we met this week. And it's, and then next thing you know, he's talking to Jalen Hurts' agent while we're there. And it's like this, these kind of, these kind of opportunities don't happen for people. They, they, you make them happen. So like people, uh, he's out here grinding. So, you know, uh, it's just been a great experience just watching things just come together. Like it's, you, you just don't know how they come together, but they do come together. Uh, definitely uh, excited for the next couple of days. I'm, I don't know. We're, we're even trying to go to sleep. You guys should try to go to prison in Louisiana. I hear the food's great. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was, I was speaking to, uh, Corey and uh, Trenton, and I, you know, they're ones on the other side, the other ones on the other side. And I said, I said, yo, tell me what crawfish tastes like. And they were like, and I'm like, they're like, why? I'm like, I've never had crawfish before. Though. They're like, why? Yeah. What? You ain't never had no I'm crawfish. Like, God, Have you ever had a cheesesteak, pal? Coach O would have had him shot, man. Because Coach O is like, I don't know if you ever heard the story from Joe Burrow, but Coach O, when he heard that Joe Burrow was leaving Ohio State, Coach O went all the way up to uh, Ohio, where Joe's from, little, little town, and he's like, hey, Joe, we go get some food. And Joe, and just like, yeah, Coach O, we can go get some food. And he goes, okay, which restaurant got crawfish? And he goes, and he's, he's like, all right, um, we can go here. They have crawfish. He's like, okay, sounds good. So they get to the restaurant, and Coach O's like, oh, I have a. Ten pound crawfish. Thank you, dude. And the woman's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have crawfish today." And Joe's like, "Oh, they usually have crawfish." Sorry, Coach. Don't worry about it. Coach Orgeron pulls out a phone. Yeah. Okay, I'm here. Fifteen minutes later, a giant freight truck shows up with a tub of crawfish, and he oh made it, and he made them cook it in the back. So that story is from the national championship week during the press conferences, like just how they have for the Super Bowl, they have for college football. And Joe Burrow told that story, and he said, "That's when I'm like, I'm going to LSU. Coach O is the coolest fucking guy in the world. He's a crawfish guy. This guy literally drives a truck and follows Coach O where he goes and drops off crawfish if he needs it. So I'm like, he lost some weight too. Yeah, dude. Yo, so I don't know." It's really funny. Like, do you see how tan Coach Coach O is? That's not a spray tan or anything. That's he, real. He calls the sun Ray Baker because he says the sun's going to bake <laughs> your ass. Every morning he wakes up when he was a coach at LSU, and he's like, I got to go see Ray Baker. And he would run. Every day he would run shirtless around the campus. Wow. Miles. And every single player. Like, players weren't running. They're on golf carts. Hey, Coach O. You'd see Jamar Chase. Coach O. He goes, he goes Jamal, get to class. And you just see him. <laughs> every morning they'd see him. Like, he was like a celebrity down there, man. Definitely going to miss him. 
at LSU, but, but cool guy. I mean, the fact that he came there, you know, he he's not, you know, he's those are his former players, and he's out there just supporting out here on the sidelines, um, mm-hmm. and just you know checking out the players. Um, what's, Did what's he get the scooped up by school yet? No, so he left LSU, and I don't think that he uh, switched anywhere else yet, but. In general, because I was talking to uh, Damone Clark, the linebacker from LSU, would love to get him. And it was one of those things where, like, they were asking all these questions. They said, like, what does it mean to you to have, L- uh, like, Coach Doe here? He's not even, like, at LSU anymore. And they said, like, he literally was just, like, yeah, like, Coach O called and hit all the players up that are down here. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm coming. And they're like, oh, I love Coach O. Like, he came all the way over here. I know it's not that far because Louisiana. But at the same time, you know what I mean, man? He could be doing anything. He'd be – and a, a couple crawfish, but he <laughs> all the way down here to support his guys, and it, it was just really cool because, dude, you saw high school coaches, college coaches, like out there, parents out there watching these kids, and like it just kind of reminds you that like you like we've been in angry stadiums, we we're Eagle fans, like yeah, you remember like the family side of it, like. These are young dudes, a lot of them, and, like, they're living dreams, and they're trying to put food on the table for their families, generational wealth. And you got to remember, sometimes the stadium, you're sitting next to their family. So before you tell someone that they should, like, like, like they suck or something, like, you got to remember that sometimes because they're trying, man. I mean, unless the guy is just a complete bum, they're trying. But. I, I, I see them do that. They're catching punts, right? And, they're, I mean, Prime would have definitely not liked the way they were catching punts. But you're like <laughs> – you're like, bro, you out here like this is like the job interview of yeah. your lifetime right yeah. now. And yeah. and the way that there was this guy, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not even calling him out right now, but he I'm like, what are you doing? But then I'm I look at look at uh I was looking at this um uh, my, my guy Trent and I'm like, look, I was like, it's not like there's any pressure out here, you know, and just the whole you know, generational wealth, uh, you know, setting your family up All for the coaches. Indiana oh, coach there. It's no pressure at all, right? <laughs> and we, we, me and him were both punt returners, and we were just, he, he's like, well, bro, I would have caught that shit. I was like, come on, man. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 it, it, it definitely can be a pressure situation. Um, and there was one other guy that um, his, his camp had reached out. They, he's going to set him up for a talk with the prospect. I'm not going to call him out either, but I know, you know, I'm, I, they, they want eyes on their players. Like, let me know what he's looking like. And then you're like, bro, he had a bad, he had a bad day. Like he had a terrible day. You know, like, I don't even want to like reach back out to him, like, and say what happened because it was so, it was so bad. Yeah. But um, One of the most interesting things that you guys and Eagles fans are going to hear is that we're meeting people down from Texas and we're meeting people that have been playing all over the place. And she read my mind, put that back up there. All these guys are like, oh, you guys are Eagles fans. Like, yeah, they're like, like, what did you guys do to Jalen Rager? And we're like, <laughs> we're like, what? And they're like, like, he was the guy around here, like where we're from. I'm like, I know. I'm like, in Texas, he was the guy. Like, he had offers from every top school, Oklahoma. Like, him and C.D. Lamb were literally going to be like one, two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those guys were linked together. And – they're just like everyone knew that he was going to be like really good in the NFL. And like we're talking to Trenton because Trenton played football in Dallas. Like he knows all these guys. He played against Jalen, Hur- like Jalen Hurts. Like he's like, yeah, he's like, like we kicked the shit out of Jalen Hurts in high school. Like, and he knows all these guys. And he goes, yo, like I don't know what happened to Jalen Rager because like 
coach uh, D Rob that uh, mm-hmm. I interviewed who works out with Patrick Mahomes, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Jalen Rager. They're like, yeah, like Jalen was like cooking people at all these camps and like all these practices in the summer. And now he's getting like booed at the link. Like what happened? And I'm like, yo, like I don't even think he knows what happened. And he goes, and we're like, he might just need a new spot, man. Like, cause it's just one of those things where like, that's what happens to people, man. Like you just need a new spot. Like not to compare him to anyone that's, been great and had a revival in somewhere else but like sometimes that just happens man because you just need a new spot because like nick sirianni in the ending press conference was like oh yeah like jalen's really talented blah 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 and people in the comments i was watching a live press conference people were like get this guy off my team he's not good nick you're a liar like screaming and i'm like yeah like i think it's time man like i i i like the dude like we met him at the link uh, and but I just think he's just like exhausted here, and he just needs a new, just needs a new spot because this is crazy. Like all these guys from Dallas and Texas, like yo, like he's that dude. Like like people were like yo, like Jalen Reger was that guy. Like people really believe in him and still do. It's it's crazy because they're like we can't explain it. And I'm like of course that happens to us. You know what I mean? Like this guy that was like the guy in Texas, the football mecca, comes here, and then all of a sudden just like can't get it going. No, it, it was definitely concerning for some of these uh, Dallas content creators. They're just like, that was the first thing they said. Just rolled up, like, tell us what's going on with Jalen Rager. And I'm like, okay, you also seem very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy's like, yeah, I used to DM him, and now he doesn't answer me. I'm like, yeah, because all day all he gets DMs from <laughs> It's like, get your ass out of here. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't answer my DMs either. Yeah, yeah. Tra- uh, Peep, Traylon's not down here. Yeah, Birch isn't down here. It would be nice. Uh, it would definitely be nice. <sighs> so how you guys? Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, like first, I didn't know there's a there was a change difference. So in the hours, so I'm here. I'm like, it's it, it's it's eight o'clock, and you're like, it's nine o'clock over here. I didn't even <laughs> know. So Chris is like, yeah, we're we're like an hour hour behind. Yeah. We we're all fucked up the first day we got here. We're like all doing shit an hour early. We're like, bro. Yeah, no, changing time zones is always a pain in the ass, man. Mm-hmm. At least one hour isn't as bad as, like, going all the way to the West Coast. But I'm sure you still definitely feel it when you yeah. first get there. Just yeah, want to give – Especially uh, after driving 16 hours, man. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. You don't even – you're already in the twilight zone when you start seeing, like, like giant crosses and, like, bloody signs down in Alabama. <laughs> I'm, I'm like – as soon as you see uh, the, the, the uh, hotel sign – you're like, okay, mm-hmm. civilization, let's go. Waffle House, like, you're, 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 you're solid. But yeah, just want to do a quick uh, overview of some of the top guys from today. I know people sure. in the chat chat are really interested. Um, UCLA is defensive tackle, Otito Ogbenian, uh, six three and a half, uh, three twenty six. Had a really good day. Strength and power. Uh, UConn's D tackle, Travis Jones, six four, uh, three eight, three twenty six. Um, LSU's uh, Neil Farrell Jr., 6'4", 325. I mean, you see tackles from LSU translate really well with like D tackles and all over the place. I mean, Leo Collins, offensive tackle on the Cowboys, he's amazing for them. But the one guy that's really interesting was Darian Kennard from Kentucky, the tackle. He was amazing all day until our up. Jermaine Johnson almost broke his neck. Uh, Jermaine Johnson was a guy that is shooting up boards. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah, he thinks that four of the top 
30 players are all the defensive linemen. And I don't think he's wrong. I mean, a lot, not everyone's down here, but there's a lot of guys down here. I mean, my guy Sanders from Cincinnati, um, really nice guy. We got to meet him. He's really impressive. And obviously Eagles fans want to talk about the linebackers. I mean, Chad Muma from Wyoming, big dude, but flies. I mean, if you want a guy that looks like, uh, it's hard to describe him. I mean, Logan Wilson was his teammate at Wyoming before, and now he's on the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Eagles, we talked about him with you guys a couple years ago. I uh, know two years ago, last year in, in uh, during the draft process. I mean, linebackers, man, they're a premium. Darren Beavers, uh, Darren Beavers from Cincy, he's a stud. But overall, man, like you're just seeing guys. And you guys think uh, here's one guy that I really liked. I mean. Everyone liked him. Everyone was talking about him all over the place. It was uh, Greg Dowchich from uh, UCLA. Uh, I think it was a walk-on, 6'4", uh, 250 tight end. He had everyone buzzing. I mean, what do you guys think? I want This is one thing I want to ask you guys. Do you guys think that we're going to draft a tight end since Ertz left and Jackson uh, towards ACL, uh, Richard Rodgers uh, is getting a little older? I mean, I really think the Eagles are going to draft the tight end because this is a really sneaky class with the running backs and tight ends, with the tight ends. I think there's a huge value there. And this is a guy from UCLA that was really intriguing. I think with the depth there at tight end position, it would be a a perfect time to uh, bring in a dude. I saw Ridgeway. His nickname is the Vanilla Gorilla. He's from uh, um, Arkansas. He was he had a good day out there, man. Um, he was putting in work. Uh, likely, I like he had a good day out of Coastal Carolina, the tight end. Again, uh, Malik Willis was slinging the rock. Uh, uh, Chad Muma, I was checking him out. Him checking him out in pass coverage. Really wanted to see how uh, he's very instinctual, and he he said he's coming on talk to prospects. That's what he said. Nice. So linebackers for y'all who want. Uh, the next Logan Wilson, hopefully he he, he boosts the stock up out, out here. Um, who else was uh, I was gonna say? Yeah, for me, Jermaine Johnson, man, made him some money. I think today. Um, now it's it's kind of like you you go into the day one. There's players that you want to see. The next practice, I'm looking for the other players that are on my list. You know, really trying to. I, I really need to get down and see the linemen a little bit what? closer. What time do practices start tomorrow? Same uh, time, 11.30. 11.30. Um, um, we get up around like probably around 8, uh, get get the free breakfast here. Nice. Get over, get over yeah, to the love stadium. Love free breakfast. Love free breakfast. Um, but the thing is, is really getting down there early to actually network, man. I mean, there's just so many people yeah. to network with. Well, the big thing is tomorrow we're actually going to the hotel where the players and uh, – Coaches stay, and uh, we're getting in there, getting some uh, gear from Adam. And he's like, all the players and coaches are literally just, like, sitting in the lobby. He's like, and you can show all of them. And luckily, we met, like, probably, like, 50 60% of the players already. And, like, they're already saying what's up to us. So it would be cool, man, just hanging out in the lobby with all these guys. And, like, it, they're cool, man. Like, these guys, like, they're very professional, good guys. They know what they're doing. They're – but they're chilling, man. I, it, it was cool, though, because, like, it's, like, the last time before they really enter, like, the biggest, like, weeks and months of their lives. Like, they still have that camaraderie with, like, college guys. Like, 
you see guys from like rival schools hanging out and you wonder why it's because they grew up in the same town and just went to different colleges. So like you see an Alabama guy with his arm around a guy from Clemson and it's just like, yeah, man, like me and this guy have known each other since preschool. And like, that's why it's cool stories. You know what I mean? Like these are guys that were like 1% of the 1% to get to college, let alone the NFL and now they're in the senior bowl. So that's why I love doing it, man. Stories like seeing these guys, like, Guys coming from nothing, man. And, like, now they're being coached by Dan Campbell and Robert Salah, and they're getting ready for for the biggest week of their lives. The thing about uh, I've seen a lot, man, the the love for Devontae Smith down here is real. Like, you know, we talk talk about legend status. Like, you know, we got Devontae in Philly. Yeah, he's, like, to us, he's a goat. You know, he's a goat. goat. He's he's goaded, sort of. Mm -hmm. Um, a, A young goat. But down here, like, the love, like we walked in the store, the vault down here, got an Alabama swag all over the place. And the, and the, the, the owner of the store was just so the way that he spoke about Devante, that was actually the second take. Cause of the first take, I was like, he was just flowing. And I said, bro, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Do you think I can film me real quick? Just talking about Devante. Cause uh, just the way you said it so elo- eloquently, I just need Eagle fans to hear that. It's very genuine. It's like, they talk about, know like some dude that that played at their high school and they watched for years so just the fact that everywhere every you know you see eagle stuff and they're like y'all taking care of our boy uh Devante up there you know like <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's kind of cool to see the love man for him so that, that's that's pretty cool that's awesome man that's awesome um but uh i know uh any any last words from you guys i mean you guys uh been you know fighting the, the fighting the snowstorms. I know you've been, you've been fighting the move in the snowstorm, Evan. I mean, you got your neighbors uh, in the backyard with some activity going on. We got we got it's, a, it's an interesting area. <laughs> it's a lot going on. Let's just say I, I keep my windows open. I, I just uh, I look around. There's a lot going on. <laughs> the life no you wanted. That's the life you get. No hey, snitching, Ev. Huh? No snitching, Ev. I don't never. Never, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't meet, straight, man. You, you didn't meet the neighbors yet, right? You said? Did not meet the neighbors. They seem friendly. They yeah. Seem friendly. <laughs> <laughs> he said that with a bold-faced lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's good. For, for real, though, the, the move has been good. Um <clears throat> You know, just I'm excited for you guys. Uh, it is a really awesome experience. You guys are just like I'm, I'm talking, you know, I talk with Gail all the time on the phone and um, just the experience that you guys are getting down there right now. Just uh, it's, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Hopefully it's not once in a lifetime. Hopefully this is a yearly thing. But just for you guys to be building this rapport uh, with these future NFL stars is huge, man. I'm thinking about these guys somewhere down the line. Some, some of these guys you're talking to are, you know, going to be all pro, you know, you know, pro bowl players. They're going to be some potentially even hall of fame players uh, somewhere 10, 15 years down the line. So uh, the fact that you guys are in there uh, before they even get drafted building rapport and hopefully having a relationship with them throughout their career is amazing. And uh, you know, keep on grinding guys. You guys are killing yeah, me. And then the, the thing we'd be saying, we're like, Oh man, I wish, I wish these dudes are here, man. Like this, Next year, you guys got to come down. It's just oh, a great, for sure. Man. For sure. It's just, yeah. it's just a great, great experience that uh, I, I don't think, like I've been talking about this going down here for years. So just the fact that I'm down here now, it's, mm-hmm. it's even more, it's even more than I thought it was. Like I, I didn't, 
because I've, I've heard all the stories. So just overall, it's been like a, it's been a mind trip. Um, yeah. But now we're, you know, you, we're in the middle of the thick of it. You know, we're still trying to like, you got to do, you got to do your job down here. You just got to be like focused and make, make sure you out. stay in uh, well-lit areas. Um, I'm, I'm doing the howie. You, you, you see any burning crosses in the in the distance? You stay the fuck away. <laughs> oh, but I am on the I am on the uh, Howie Sirianni watch as they walk around practice. I'm looking where they're going. Oh, so. nice, nice. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, they they got a meme. Uh, if you see the black man running, don't hesitate. You run with them, okay? <laughs> if if I run, you run with me. Man. Exactly. <laughs> No, nah, but I'm 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 you know just like what Evan mentioned, man. I'm happy for both of you guys too. It's definitely something we uh, we missed out on, but you know, I'm glad you guys used to got the opportunity. I mean, you guys are perfect for the for the fit. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what you guys love. This is around you know the time of the year that you guys uh, throw you know your best work in. Um, Chris, especially with you, man. You know this is what you live for with the draft and uh, the stats and seeing these uh, these upcoming players coming into the NFL. So you know what I mean. It's a great opportunity for you, man. So I'm really happy for you. Uh, you, you know, you can see your smile from chin, you know, from side to side in these pictures that you keep on posting up, man. So uh, you definitely fit in, and I'm, you know, I'm glad you're getting that opportunity. You got to meet the LSU head coach today, so you know that was big too, man. Um, but you know, you guys just stay safe, keep grinding, man. Enjoy the rest of the time down there, and uh, you know. Gail, you just make sure you behave yourself when you come when it comes to these uh, coaches and stuff because you get real <laughs> kiddish and everything, man. Hey, you guys want to take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was I was telling Evan, I was like, yo, man, there's there's so many people that I'm meeting out here. I don't even want to throw it up on the timeline because I don't want to be like, hey, but yeah, you know, you be that guy. <laughs> but it it's these experiences that you just like, man, like I ain't never gonna get this nah anywhere else. So I was at some of the stuff I'm not even sharing, but it's it's kind of like overall the experience has been great. Um, again, man, I have to tell everyone just start going out, just go out and experience stuff. So you've got stories to tell. Uh, eat hot sauce. Um, did you bring, uh, I, did you bring yeah, you uh, some of that Louisiana yet? Uh, I did not. Down with you? I had I had it in the. Uh, I was gonna pack it in my in my bag and bring with me but i, I that's crazy because me, me and wifey just had some louisiana oh yeah I, yeah before we got on um yeah we had today's taco tuesday so we spiced up the tacos i'm trying to tell y'all man i still don't get how you guys don't have hot sauce on tacos like i don't know what's wrong with you still chris Who do you eat hot sauce with, with taco yes well, these two don't like a baller <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> These two don't. These two don't believe in it. It's against their religion. What? That? That's how can you eat Mexican food without hot sauce? Because you, you put the spices in the meat and then you dip it in sour cream and you're good. You still do oh. that, but you still gotta have your no, hot, sauce. hot sauce. You only need to dip it in sour cream because there's hot sauce on it. Man, little Cholula, little, little Verde, little Roja. Come on. I'm man. putting the hot sauce on a crawfish. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh. <laughs> and I'm gonna report. Yeah, I told the dude, the dude's like, real talk, <clears throat> why would you eat a. Um, a crawfish. I was like, because they remind me of like roaches. <laughs> that's that that's fighting words. Yeah, down here. yeah, I was I was gonna say you you better watch where you say that, man. That's delicacy. You're a cockroach. Go back to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Coach O don't hear you say that. Yo, have you had crawfish? I have had crawfish one time before. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna try. Like I, I'm not. I'm not the dude that doesn't try stuff. I, I'll try it. I'll try anything. Yo, I mean, they do look. Look at the look at the, people call lobsters like roaches of the ocean, don't they? I haven't heard that. Ever. Yeah, lobsters first, are pretty pretty expensive <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> that's the first time I heard that. Term. Yeah. But yeah, these things wanna, are smaller. You might want to yeah. keep. I think I think they, they look like shrimp. Don't they look just like shrimp? Yeah, they do. Crawfishes do. Yeah. On on a scale of like on a scale of one to ten, crawfish over lobster. Lobster what? You give lobster what? I mean, lobster is like a fucking fifty dollar plate. Crawfish is not. So you're giving lobster a ten. What is a crawfish? Oh, um, like a like a four, like a three. Oh, see, that don't mean you're counting. But I'm saying supposedly down here it's just different, man, because they do the the crawfish. They might rate it it the opposite way down there. But down here they have like all the spices. They have like potatoes, corn. Like they put that all with the crawfish and they dump that right on the table. And and hopefully an infant isn't under the table because they'll get burned alive. (laughs) Like literally, like, I've I've seen that man. Like down south, they're like they're like, move right from the table. Here comes crawfish, and they literally just dump a giant like Fuck barrel, yeah, I see, yeah, I see like that. at LSU tailgates, dude. They bang crawfish, infant gone, like flown down, just like <laughs> down the river. See if we, if Is, we take- has there been any? Uh, has there been any? Like it's a very heavy southern accents down there. Has there been any? Uh, not being able to understand what some people are saying. When I was in Tennessee, Cocho was the closest one, but I'm okay. unfortunately I'm I'm I have twang with some words now, and I'm like, <laughs> I was in, I was in Tennessee, and I heard two guys. They're like, man, I hate this my this my I, I think I've had ten Mountain Dews, man. I, I've, had, I've you know I've been trained long years playing video games. I think I drove drink I case remember, already. I remember being in South Carolina one year. Uh, we drove down um, and. We went to a Kentucky Fried Chicken, or yeah, it, it was a Kentucky Fried Chicken. I couldn't, I couldn't understand the lady. I had to get somebody to order for me. I had, no, to, get, the- I had to literally get the gentleman behind me, and I tell him, "Hey, listen, this is what I want. Can you go ahead and repeat it?" That well, she understood what I was saying, but I could not get what she was, you know, repeating back to me. So it was just like, "Yeah, I needed my man to go ahead and handle it for me." No, the funniest, the funniest thing though is right after Nick Saban. <laughs> Got done talking. This guy turns to the guy to the person in front of me goes, Man, forget football. I know how to raise my kids now. And I was like cracking up like, <laughs> the way he said it. Like, like Nick Saban literally is a god down here. I mean, I understand why, but he like he's he's very impressive. But like he was talking about like teaching like football players and everything. And this guy's like, He's like, he's like, I've been teaching my kids everything wrong. I'm just gonna do what Nick Saban does. Like, <laughs> but they, you know, they literally blacked the road off like he was a president down here. It were uh, you know, I was he, like, as well he, be, he is, yeah, yeah. he, he is. is El Presidente. Yeah. And before they they left, they said, um, Nick, could you could you give us a tip on how to raise your children? And <laughs> and and I'm like, this is weird. Like Nick Saban, like you're gonna. And he was like, giving them giving them tips how to ra- raise your children and how to listen to their you make sure you listen work for work first. <laughs> let them think it through even though you don't agree with them just let them think it through and you know like you know don't judge them even though it's something you've never done before but like you 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 do realize you know why why uh, players play for him 
You know, like they love again. He was bigging up Devonte Smith, man. I can see where he's like he did. He did make a point about the transfer portal, and he kind of like laughed at the idea mm-hmm. of players transferring out instead of sitting and competing and yeah, waiting, right. which is kind of. I was like, bro, transfer, get your money. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I just uh, you know. That's I think glad to update you guys and appreciate you guys. Keep the content coming, man. Uh, you, you got you guys are on the uh on the front lines right now. You you are our liaison to everything that's going on. So uh, we're about to get some crazy weather down here the next three days. Oh so, like 55 then, degrees, watch out. Get <laughs> no, your no, no, we're literally getting like a crazy storm, like thunder, lightning, and like a ton of rain. So, okay. like, you're probably going to see a video of me on like NFL Network, like the only one on the field with like an, um, uh, with an umbrella. Yo, we, <laughs> Malik, yep. Malik, we, 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 interview, we, Malik. we literally got a laminated paper. Nice. Good move. Wow. Good move. We'll get, we're ready. We're ready for anything. Dude, that was the funniest thing, man. Like, how ill-prepared people were. Like, I went to Staples uh, the week before, and I got everything laminated because I knew it was going to rain. I'm, like, here with, like, my stuff. I'm, like, looking at notes. Every single person saw that I had a roster. Like, man, where do you get a roster from? I need a roster. And, like, there's people, like, running to to the ticket stand. And, like, they're all out. They're all out. And, like, everyone's, like, looking through their phone to, like, figure out who the players are. And I'm, like, come prepared. You like, did your homework. Yeah, you guys did your homework, man. What's going on down That's here? That's what's up. But uh, appreciate y- y'all sticking in. Everybody in the comments, um, appreciate y'all uh, chiming in. If, if any of you guys have any questions about prospects, you, you know, you want us to look at, you know, I, I know a lot of people were asking about asking me about Muma, Chad Muma. Uh, and if you got any guys, just let me know, and I'll, I'll try to stop and. We're trying to get a lot of these interviews after the um, the Senior Bowl, so we're linking up with players, their agents, and just trying to lock those in. So be uh, be ready and stay tuned for uh, talk to prospects. So we're gonna have a, a lot of top notch guys. Hey Chris, hey Chris, one last one last uh, favor for me, man. Keep an eye out on my Canes. Let me know how my Canes boys. Are you doing. know I got you, bro. I'm a I'm yeah. I'm a U fan too, man. There you go. There my you brother go. I grew up U fan. That's what's up. <laughs> you're a you fan oh yeah sean taylor, dude sean taylor is one of my favorite players of all time come on Nothing wrong with no but yeah guys we got kenny pickett christian watson malik willis roger mccurry my Jai sanders kobe bryant chad muma um tariq carpenter we got a bunch of guys lined up got all their contacts ready to go we're gonna have uh Talk to prospect episodes coming up next couple weeks. As soon as these guys calm down a little bit, but Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, crazy. Hey man, hey, thanks for everyone for sticking around. Uh, We'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, go fly, Eagles fly, Eagles fly. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.